0: Welcome to the Rocks and Roots podcast, the um, <laughs> the most unprofessional podcast hiker or otherwise on Apple Podcasts. I am one of your hosts, Tumbles, and to my right the incomparable cranky I am your other host. We just finished. Sorry, we're in my car eating. So we're going to start out
1: with a recommendation. So in Gettysburg, mm-hmm. the blue and the gray, most amazing burgers ever. I am. We are both eating the Longstreet Burger.
0: Yes, it has. And, you know, for all of you who are like, oh, my God, Confederate, shut the fuck up. It's a burger with peanut butter on it. Do not hit me. This Okay. Car almost hit my car. Anyhoo-ha.
1: Most unprofessional
0: podcast on the internet. It really is the most unprofessional podcast on the internet. Anywho, so yes, we recommend the blue and the gray. Uh, Governor Wolf at Pennsylvania is a schmuck and he's closed all restaurants throughout the state because of COVID. So these poor folks are just trying to make a buck and we are happy to oblige. So anyway, I'm going to take a bite of my burger while Cranky talks here.
1: So we just finished. This will be part two of our two-part Appalachian Trail roller coaster series. We just finished uh, the northern section of the roller coaster. Correct. So, from Snickers Gap to Keys Gap, uh, 14 miles.
0: It was very pleasant.
1: Yes, in about six hours. Mm -hmm. Immediately, I'm going to give this a 3.5 seven five out of five it was a four because it is very very pleasant the roller coaster part just like the southern part really didn't notice the ups and downs again that would be very different if we were doing a through hike with 35 pounds on our back and Mm -hmm. had done 500 miles of pennsylvania already virginia virginia
0: we're in pennsylvania
1: that's why i got confused and
0: not to mention friends we did complete um pennsylvania in 2020 yes yes
1: so, after 500 miles of Virginia, that would definitely suck. <clears throat> but, once the roller coaster itself is done, that trail smooths out. It was a very, was so very nice. pleasant walk. It was really, really nice. Um, good view at Raven Rock? Raven Rock. mm mm-hmm. um, So, and it was a clear day. It was gorgeous. So, cannot recommend this section enough. However it originally had a four it is now down to a 375 in my book because it is literally five between five and ten miles from the appalachian trail conservancy the freaking headquarters and there were so many blowdowns and flooded sections and there is no excuse for that um being that close to the conservancy so what was your rating
0: (laughs) so i i will interject uh, and follow up with what you just said I I did make the same comment that I'm gonna make now to you uh, that it could be because we were still in Virginia and it's a different trail conference altogether. So whoever it is, screw you. We could have had a much better time. Yes. <laughs> uh, I gave this <clears throat> just to be different a 3.8 out of five. So close. So close. I I feel like we're on the prices right here. So I gave it a 3.8 out of 5. It was a very smooth trail, and it was perfect because the last time we did a longer-ish hike was November 28th, and it was a nice little introduction back into the swing of things. And as uh, it is January 2nd, a nice introduction to the new year. Now, pardon me, uh, why I lowered the number, you know, the the puddles really didn't bother me too much, even though I was moaning about it. Um, and it's really not the trail's fault at all. It was the people that we encountered today on the trail. Now, for those of you who are saying, you know, well, it's good that people are outside. Yes, I 150% agree that it is wonderful that people are out and about. And it was 50 degrees today on january 2nd so i don't blame anybody for being outside today however
1: we have like a thing against day hikers
0: and we are basically day hikers (laughs) yes
1: but we're a different class we're better than them
0: you hear this elitism right here this is you know what we're supposed to be family friendly and and, you know all include what inclusive is that yes yes okay but apparently we're not. So anywho, yes, the the people that we encountered today, it was a mixed bag. You had your section hikers, your multi-day people. You had your definitely your day hikers because the trail just lended itself so beautifully for somebody who doesn't really go out hiking much, but wanted to get out into nature. Uh, However, there is the whole issue about masks. Now, we're going to get such shit for this. Oh, well. So COVID-19. Hooray, hooray. Um, or not. New
1: year, still COVID.
0: Yeah, new Year's still COVID. Nothing's changed. So if you want to wear a mask, by all means, wear your mask. If it makes you feel safe, please do so. But try not to judge anybody, especially on trail where there's flowing air it was pretty windy today uh we were walking by didn't spend more than i think five seconds passing these people don't be an asshole judging others that don't have the masks we don't wear masks on trail and i refuse to wear a mask on trail unless i'm in a big group and people are kind of worried
1: trail is where we get away from masks. Correct.
0: So we played this game today and would you mind explaining the game that we played today while I continue with my Sure. Boat? Thank you so much.
1: So the game was and we noticed this after the first couple of groups we passed mm-hmm. what would the day hikers do and I will say this did not happen with section hikers nope. this did not happen with people who are obviously out there For more than a day. So good on you guys. But the day hikers. The city folk out getting their their air with their mask on. (laughs) Did one of three things. They were either just hiking with the mask on. Which is okay. And then they would walk by us. That's, That's okay. Don't mind that. But if they didn't have their mask on. And they saw us without our mask on. They would stop. And trundle off trail into the woods and make a big show of putting their mask on. And we're friendly, so we say good morning, good afternoon, and we get I'm sorry, what? Through their mask. And we get looks. Um, so yeah, don't be a douchebag.
0: So, can I, may I give some examples? Sure. There was one person who did not have his mask but went off trail with his back turned towards us and we said good morning. Now this guy was, I would think, four to five feet away from trail at this point. Off trail. Okay. So we said hello, being nice, didn't say a word. How dare we? Mm-hmm. Okay. The second group that stood out for me during our hike today was a family of five. I think. Three boys, yes. Father and mother, and they didn't have their masks either. So we're like, "Hi, how are you?" We are the nicest assholes on the trail. I I, I truly believe that we say hello to everybody. Everyone. Yes. We, we are try we try to be good stewards. If people need directions or help, so we say hello. They didn't answer us, but they held their breaths as, as they walked past us. <clears throat> what Just why? Well, this is the worst we've seen it. Yes. In the almost year that we've been COVID hiking.
1: Which I'm surprised that this is the worst it's been in Virginia. Mm. So, a little background on this. A, we feel judged. <laughs> B, <clears throat> the follow the science crowd <clears throat> doesn't follow the fucking science. COVID is transmitted primarily by being in close contact with someone who has the virus for more than 10 to 15 minutes. This is why it's transmitted mostly in households. On the Appalachian Trail, when the wind is blowing and you are passing someone for four seconds, the chances of a droplet flying out of our head and you ingesting it are about zero percent. So... The hysteria and the judgment is what is annoying here, I would say.
0: Do you think we've lost a bunch of people by now?
1: Probably. Goodbye. All
0: right. Sorry, folks. Actually, no, I'm not. So, any anywho, we made it. We moaned and groaned and we made it and felt pretty good.
1: Trail Actually, itself was, trail was great. Was great. Highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Just whatever. I don't know if that trail conference isn't doing work because of COVID or what. But it does need some work. But other than that, fantastic. A great start to the new year.
0: Absolutely. And so we have about, we have five miles left to connect <laughs> where we ended today, Keys Gap at Harper's Ferry. If we had gone the extra five, we would have gone, we would have finished probably in the dark. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have our headlamps. At least I did not. I did, but I didn't didn't feel like doing
1: that. I felt like coming to Gettysburg and getting a peanut butter burger.
0: All right. Which is called the Long Street, by the way, (laughs) if any of you are interested.
1: Yes. So next week, the plan is
0: Mm.
1: to do that five miles and bike back to a vehicle. um, And we'll get a flashback episode in because we're not going to do a review of a five mile
0: hike. No. Um
1: highly recommend Nina's Shuttles. That was our original plan. Um, we talked about Sharon last week. We'll, we'll give a shout-out to Nina. Yeah, you can find Nina on the trek as well. She was great. Um, made all the arrangements. The price was fantastic. However, she called last night and said that she was ill. Hopefully, she is doing better. So, we ended up staging cars, which... Not which the, was rough yes
0: yeah so we left New Jersey at 315 this morning and got to the trail about 745 that's when we started yep it, it was tough um
1: getting a shuttle is better because then you can trade off driving one person can take a nap
0: yep um so we highly recommend you know, shuttle services shuttle services definitely um what else
1: Oh, last week we neglected to mention in part one, uh, plants. That's kind of the other thing we want to do with this. Talk about shit we learned. So last hike after Thanksgiving on the southern section, we learned...
0: About the...
1: Osage Orange.
0: Osage Orange. Now, the Osage Orange goes back... It's a prehistoric Thousands and tons and thousands thousands of years. They
1: used to be eaten and shat out by mastodons, and that's how their seeds would spread. That's how old <laughs> this plant is.
0: And it smells like an orange, so no wonder these mastodons liked it. They got their vitamin C.
1: But it's about the size of a grapefruit.
0: And it, it makes a really, either a good softball, or it makes a good weapon.
1: Native Americans weaponized fruit.
0: No, they didn't. They weaponized the wood. Oh the, that's right to the type of wood yes <clears throat> I'm sorry I, I just said no to you all <laughs> that is <laughs> on fine. the podcast so yes, it's um originally because we picked them up and you know we brought them back as souvenirs said that's great we can make a club with these things because that's what we do. <laughs> we make stupid shit <laughs> um, but no, it's actually the type of wood is of a certain weight, and you can carve it into a club, which is what the Native Americans had done primarily in the excuse me, in the Eastern Plains regions. Yes. Uh, so there is your little bit of history today. Would you like to add anything else?
1: Nope. Just said it was an oddity to see this plant mm. out in Virginia. Yeah. I think that will do it for today.
0: That'll do it for today. We probably forgot a lot. Uh, go check out our Instagram which is rocks underscore and underscore roots underscore pod uh, on Insta. And please like our stuff. Rate our wonderful, unprofessional episode. This is episode three. All right. So we'll see you next week for episode. Well, you'll hear us for episode four next week. All right. All right. Ciao for now.